Coaching Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another Body Core Coaching Podcast. My name is Sam. We've got Tobias here as always. How are you doing? Hi, very well, thank you. Very well. We're diving straight back in today with our Synergy Core Level. This deals with our nutrition, fuels and our biology. So with emotions, neuropeptides and hormones, what we're going to do is actually break down what each of those are, explain a little bit more about them and how they come about within our body and also how we can affect what actually goes on within our system. So Tobias is here to take you through it. This is, uh, it's quite a mouthful, this one. And uh, it, off the back, of the energy psychology is how I'd approach doing this. I would, I would very much listen to the previous podcast, the energy psychology and flow states. It's, it's a lead into this. And obviously the reason why we've included this is because it very much goes hand in hand and having a, a more, I suppose, scientific understanding of, well, of emotional states and how in a sense there is a structure in the body and a definite system that the body has in terms of uh, conjuring up these emotions, that it's, it's very, very important then to be able to manage these emotional states. And it's having an understanding of this mechanism, which allows you to have a chosen response, like more like a, a logical methodology that you're approaching life with, that you then are not sidestepped by kind of random things that happen which which spike certain emotional reactions and then the emotional reactions then cascade and trigger other emotional reactions and from there then you got yourself a you know it, it i stepped out of bed i stuffed my toe it's raining outside i missed my bus so i'm late for work the boss yelled at me and you get this cascade of events which leads just to this kind of plethora of emotional states being thrown at you and chemically, that's not good. So you get the increase in cortisol, you get the fight, flight, or freeze response, you get the adrenaline flowing, heart rate is pumping, your body gets stressed, you feel like, you know, you're grinding your teeth, you're biting your lips. And this is a typical day for a lot of people. That can be managed. And there's, there's methods, obviously, with the energy psychology where we can manage these emotions and manage how the stress response sent by the amygdala in the brain interrupt that stress response that makes us feel in our body feel stressed or feel anxious or feel depressed or feel fearful and so we're back to something we discussed which is neuropeptides and neuropeptides essentially carry emotional information into our body so again neuro the brain so we get these neurotransmitters some of these neurotransmitters are called neuropeptides the peptide part is a protein and the protein basically carries the information to our cells so i'll give you some examples there's a peptide that carries endorphin and there's a peptide that carries cortisol and so endorphin is one of those ones we're all familiar with it makes us feel good makes us feel happy cortisol well it just makes us feel stressed out and it and it does stress us out it's a stress hormone it's a stress response so these neuropeptides are sent from the brain. They carry this emotional intelligence or this information to our cells. Our cells open up with what's known as a receptor site, and it allows this information to be given to the cell. The cell then reads the information. It goes, ah, right, okay, it's the emotion of anger. 
And basically this cell then receives this information through its receptor cell and duplicates the exact same message and sends it back to the brain. So the receptor sites on these cells literally take this information from the brain and mirror or duplicate the exact same message and sends it back to the brain with the instruction to basically send more of the same messages. So again, the brain uh, via these neuropeptides sends a message, let's say of fear, into our body and the cells open up its receptor sites receiving this information and it essentially opens it up and reads it and goes, ah, right, okay, the emotion of fear. So the cell experiences fear. This, these cells are obviously everywhere in our body. And that fear message is duplicated, mirrored, and sent back to the brain. And the brain goes, ah, right, okay, you want more of that? I'll send you more of that. So obviously we can see the problem here. If we become dependent, and our cells do, our cells literally become dependent chemically on this exchange they become dependent on let's say the emotion of fear if we're used to feeding it fear and that those cells are sending signals back to our brain say give me more give me more give me more of fear it very quickly our body is chemically going to become dependent on this exchange and so we can see very quickly and very easily then how smoking drinking any kind of drugs, any kind of medication, uh, fatty foods, salty foods, sugary foods, anything we ingest, we can we can say, well, obviously there's a chemical exchange where it's gonna make us feel emotionally a certain way. And this is how our bodies and our brains become well, physically and psychologically dependent upon these chemical exchanges. So I think we can all get that, we can understand the you know, that we all have experienced addiction or dependency or cravings, yeah? Um, and you can have this for really good things and you can have this for really bad things. What we're trying to explain here is that on a cellular level and the signals from the brain, how that mechanism works. And I think once we understand the mechanism, we can understand that we can interrupt that flow of information, i.e. via, you know, certain NLP techniques that we, we, we talked about in immersion, but more, more precisely, the emotionally based methodologies, which is the energy psychology. So the emotional freedom technique that we talked about, where you're interrupting these, these messages being sent from the amygdala of the brain, which is the center for fight, flight, and freeze responses, and sending those signals to our cells. What we wanna do is interrupt these more destructive, these more negative, and these more addictive um, flows of information and so hopefully I've, I've made that uh, hopefully that makes some sense basically if we can think of emotions are cellular signals that are involved in the process of translating this information and it translates it into a physical reality so I'll explain that so when the neuropeptide sends information from the brain to the cells the peptide has protein and the receptor sites on the cell takes on and well takes on board this protein and literally builds it into the structure of the cell so when the cell gets a taste for fear or a taste for joy or a taste for depression or a taste for anger it sends the signal back to the brain and the brain sends more of that similar the same neuropeptide 
and that protein is again bound and well just bound into that cell and it strengthens that signal so the more dependent our cells become on that protein and that emotional information the stronger that signal is going to get and so we can obviously see how dangerous it can be if we've got something like an addiction to cocaine or an addiction to anger or an addiction to destructive relationships and literally emotional states can become a dependency on their own because our body physically is chemically addicted to the process so that blows my mind when i think about that and sam what, what do you think of that because that's well, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's a hugely relatable portion for I, I reckon i hate i really don't like using just anxiety and depression for so many of these types of things however it plays in so well not only because it's so widely assumed now and accepted that you know a, a huge number of people actually do suffer from it in a, in a way but somebody feeling anxious and feeling more anxious due to a trigger that's the perfect example of it because if somebody has a trigger for their anxiety it takes time for that trigger to cement itself to the point where the anxiety and the feelings associated with that get worse and worse and worse over time and they're more easily triggered over time that's the point i'm playing on here they're more easily triggered because of those neurological connections are getting cemented and as you say those receptor sites are getting more addicted to that so that's why over the course of somebody's journey, as it were, with anxiety, it tends to get worse over time because of, the, of those familiar feelings getting more and more cemented in place. And that's exactly what you're talking about there. Those, those sites get much more used to and much more dependent on those emotions that they're receiving. So those feelings of anxiety are much more easily attained and therefore we feel them much more readily. And, and I think you, you made a really good point and, it, and it's a, the reason why we focus so much on the destructive emotions because again we can become addicted to joy and bliss and love and that, that's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. The difference being is our biology, our immunity and our behavior are all heavily, heavily impacted by the quality of the signal and the quality of the emotion. So and again if we're, if we're consistently in a sense interacting with um, danger and we welcome danger because we're focused on danger and our parasympathetic response of our nervous system the parasympathetic basically creates a cascade of, of reactions so we get the increased blood pressure increase increased body temperature we get cortisol increase we get this adrenal increase and if our systems are being bombarded with again those scenarios of danger those situations of danger those conversations of danger and you're constantly being confronted our body is literally being hammered with this this parasympathetic response and and it affects your immunity it certainly affects your behavior it affects the whole body's biology in terms of its chemical messengers and again just coming back to the neuropeptide if I'm sending these massive stress signals out to my brain my brain's going to keep duplicating these same neuropeptides, sending them to our body. And our body is literally going to then take that information on board, read the emotional information, tie it in with a peptide and reinforce that kind of super highway of information there that you've got going for you. And so people who are like dangerous types or angry types or, or really positive, joyous types, they're literally becoming hardwired because they're chemically dependent upon that emotion but obviously sam you and i know certain emotions certain feelings will move us more towards a sympathetic nervous system response which 
allows muscles to relax, allows the heart to relax, allows our blood vessels to, to relax, all our, our smooth muscle tissue to relax, allows for easier assimilation of foods and digestion of foods and, and, and everything else. So all our processes in the body slow down, they're allowed to breathe a little bit better, our immune system improves, our overall biology and health improves. Certainly our behavior then comes from a more relaxed, more joyous, happier place versus the other, which just can just be a bit hammering on your immunity, hammering on your biology. And certainly then your behavior tends to be more aggressive, more, you know, less patient. You're, you're digesting stuff constantly and you're, you're, you know, that anger response is just so, so easy to trigger then in people. And I think that the real magic, if you will, of, of dealing with emotional states, once we start to disrupt the signaling between the body and the brain, i.e. The, the receptor cells in the body to the amygdala in the brain, once we interrupt those, those states, those signals, and we start to introduce other more healthy states and responses and ways of looking at things and ways of dealing with things we overall we just become more peaceful our behavior becomes more peaceful our mood is relaxed our bodies start to change we become much more serene much more relaxed much more joyous and then our decisions are going to be better our emotions are going to be better because now we're feeding back to our brain that we want more of these emotions our brain sends a signal to our body these neuropeptides are taken on by the cells. These receptor sites become stronger. And guess what? Now we've got this super high wave of information saying, I want more of these feel-good emotions. And we literally do and seek in our environment and in our life, in our relationships, and in our experience, in our work, we start to seek out the information or the emotional state of feeling good, feeling positive, feeling happy, feeling productive, feeling worthy. And, and that's the power of this. And that, to me, to try to sum it up, we're not just idle observers at the mercy of our environment. We, we are the observer. <laughs> and where we put our focus, we literally decide what emotional state we want to enjoy more of. We are not at the mercy. Things do happen. But it's our response, our chosen response, versus our kind of a hardwired reaction the huge differentiating factor is the ability for us to focus and choose what emotions we pay attention to. And once we start to do that, we're, we're literally creating the environment in which we can breed more of the same emotion. And it's a matter of focus. It's a matter of um, looking for opportunity to enjoy those emotions more. And it's also at the same time, you're looking to shut down the pathways of past trauma, past stress, past anger, past kind of dangerous situations that are sending those signals. Once we shut them down and open the other pathways up, our whole reality changes. Yeah, you've done that. You've said that really, really well and nice and concisely too. So just on that note, I think we'll just finish on something positive, just as a little takeaway. So with respect to hormones and the feel-good chemicals that we can have throughout body, Things that you can do at home, exercise a little every day to release endorphins, acquire dopamine, the feel-good chemical by accomplishing small tasks, setting out goals and just working through them, even if they're very small, will do you a lot of good in that respect. 
for things like serotonin and the hug hormones, you can just be good to other people, small acts of kindness, all that kind of thing will be will be great for generating those hormones there. And lastly, hug your friends and family. Maybe not the most applicable right now where we're having to distance <laughs> ourselves or everybody, but the meaning is there. Even if it's not hugging friends and family, get in touch with them, make sure they're okay, keep them in the loop, stay social as best you can to receive doses of oxytocin and all those feel-good hormones I've just listed. So if you, found, if you found today helpful and you enjoyed that podcast, please email connect at bodycorecoaching.com. You can request a free discovery call. That is absolutely free. We'd love to get chatting with you to find out where you are and where you'd like to be, or you can text 80011 and we can arrange a call time to suit you. Lastly, as a thank you to everybody listening, we'd like to offer our Mindset to Success course absolutely free. So again, you can email the same address, connect at bodycorecoaching.com. You can request the course and we'll send you everything you need to start your journey with us. Thank you again to Tobias for providing such valuable insight. Please stay tuned for future episodes where we'll have guests and we'll be breaking down all our core levels just like this one. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can check out our website for all the details on our programs and I'll put all that information in the description below as I always do. From Tobias and myself, thank you to all our listeners. We appreciate all of your support as always. Take care and we hope you'll join us again very soon.